Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, a hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hours show and keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level. Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber. When it's game time, they like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. The sports medicine, the sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. Yo, what's good, War Room family? You're once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable again with my brother. Got Jimmy the Blueprint in the building. Uh, B. Austin is not with us again for a second week in a row. Uh, hopefully, he'll be back in the mix next week because we got a lot of stuff we want to talk to the brother about. So, um. You know, we got to get him back in the fold. But look, man, six weeks are down in the NFL season. Y'all know how fast that goes every season. Uh, We're inching closer to a World Series matchup. The Ben Simmons saga has gotten even more dramatic. And the 75th NBA season has commenced. And that's a pretty big deal because just like they did in 1996 with the 50th season, they are making a list of the top 75 players in NBA history, they've already named 50 of them. Um, you know, the people out there are going to argue because lists are for nothing else but to make people argue. Um, but it's but it's fun time nonetheless, man. So y'all know what time it is. Time to sit back, relax, and bust it up with you guys again in the greatest man cave in the history of the Earth. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, all that too, man. Ain't nobody doing it like us. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you could join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 20 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. Blueprint, what up, fam? What's good with you? Amen, man. What's really good? Man, nothing you... You know what it is, man. All week, all we've heard about, um, I mean, first of all, it's a, it's, it, it was a holiday for us a few days ago, the opening night of the NBA season. Um, and we get excited about it every year. And then about like two weeks in, we'd be trashing like how they play, shooting threes all the yeah. time. And, but it's still what we love. So it's like insanity. We go through the same thing every single year. It's what we do. But yep. this um, 75th anniversary with the 75 the top 75 list it's got everybody buzzing man got everybody buzzing what's your thoughts on doing these kind of lists in the first place i mean the lists are great for um you know uh to get content in terms of like just having people argue or have something to talk about so it it distracts people and kills time um (laughs) and have have players from yesteryear (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, that's the worst. That's the worst part, bro. Like, and it's crazy couldn't even dribble. It's <laughs> yo, yo, they played with midgets. Like, dude, like, right. yo, they played against plumbers. <laughs> it was only three teams in the league. Like, yeah. Right. So the, the disrespect is crazy. Um, but it's also a time, you know, to keep it positive though, to give folks their flowers too. To remind you, you know what I mean? So you have conversations about just how good some people were. For those Definitely. Is. There's dudes that anytime there's, anytime there's a list, right? There's about 
I say about a good ten folks that we know gonna be there. Like Ring gonna be there, Wilt gonna be there, Mike, Magic, Larry, I mean, Doc. Like sports. You think about those table of gods. They're gonna be yeah. there because that you know yeah, the, the party starts at that God's table party. and then they start adding people to the room to the kitty tables after that. But <laughs> but yeah, but when you get to the other tables, that's when you start giving cats their props and you know recognizing some folks who were great who may not have you know be at the table of gods, but they still can hoop. Right. So that's the fact that they, the fact that they even get, I mean, truthfully, as many people that is, you know, you have the the table of gods theory that represents, you know, war room sports because we all pretty much agree with it. Um, but truthfully, okay, if we're talking about seventy five people that have come through a league where, you know, tens of thousands of dudes have, have come through. You know, that's pretty much a, a table of, of God's type of setup all mm-hmm. in itself. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talk table of gods, we're talking more like, okay, this is everybody who might just be able to get into the GOAT conversation somehow, some way. You know, you know, most people out there only acknowledge like two or three people. But, you know, in a, in a in a mass vote, all of these dudes might get a vote. But then – you know, this is a different type of table of gods the way I look at it because you only naming 75 people in 75 years of thousands of people coming through this league. So if your name gets on this list, man, you really have to feel like you've accomplished something major. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This might be more than the Hall of Fame. This might be like a bigger honor than the Hall of Fame. I don't think there's a might about it because there's going to be plenty of people in that hall that aren't going to get named on this list. So this is like. But that's interesting though, because I wonder if they, I wonder if they look at it like that. You know what I mean? Like, because right. the hall is such an honor that you know everybody knows that's an honor. But right. I wonder if um, folks look at this the same way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they have to when they sit back and just look at the magnitude of it. They talked about how happy um, James Harden was to get named uh, within that first fifty. Um, and everybody out there, if you if you are paying attention to this, it's not in any kind of order. I don't know why they're, you know, bringing it out in the – I don't know what the rhyme or reason is as far as doing this 25, this 25, and then the next 25. I don't know what the rhyme or reason is. I don't know if it's alphabetical. I don't know what it is. Because the NBA, is, the no NBA is mad dramatic. This is what they do. <laughs> right, right. Because you can't be like, well, they saved the best for last because they didn't already name MJ um, unless they saying Brian is the best because Brian ain't getting named yet. Um but so so they were talking about James Harden though, Jim, and how like honored he was, and how he claimed to be surprised about it. James Harden at this point already knows he's a lock for the Hall of Fame. He really yeah. might not have known if he would have been on a list like this, especially while he's still playing. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I, they would have to take this, even though you know there's no award for this. You're not getting a bus for this. This still has to be like a bigger honor, man. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, so um, before we do get into it, y'all know what it is, man. We've got to remind y'all that whether you're with us live or not, anytime, any place, on demand, on your phone, on your computer, in your car, whatever you want to do, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Uh, you can do that on our website at warroomsports.com or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms because every show on the War Room Sports Podcast Network pretty much on most of them. So you can check out the War Room, the Tissue and the Tape, 
hip-hop show. Uh, John Appetit, if you like to eat. Uh, on the Couch with the Wilsons, if you're a movie head or just a, a series head, a documentary head, whatever you do in front of the big screen, um, that's the show for you. After further review with the mayor, the Broad Street line with Roy and Chris, and a whole lot more. So make sure you check out the network at warroomsports.com. So we're going to get into these hot topics, mainly about that 75 list. But before we do that, man, we got to remind you that it's brought to you by my bookie. It's time for you guys to make some, some money sports betting in my bookie. But if you still haven't checked them out, I don't know why you're on the fence. Because if you listen to the show every week, we tell you every week, we tell you the kind of money you can win. We tell you how easy it is. It's time to place your bet. Lay down some money on the biggest games in sports. Those NBA games are back nightly. You can join us in the war room uh, and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. The site is mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your money. There's no hassle involved. They even have in-game live betting. So you can place wages after you find out the Kings were dead serious about not putting Marvin Bagley in their opening night rotation. So join now, and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and, and, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. Yo, real, speaking of that Marvin Bagley situation, man, like, what do you what do you make of that? Because, I mean, they they could have gone out of their way to trade him throughout the off season. So, is there something that something else going on that we don't know about that you know the number two overall pick from a couple of drafts ago is not in the opening night rotation for a team that kind of struggles on the on the uh, rebounding tip? Like, you're going to put your yeah, big I mean, man on the bench? Like, something's going on. I mean, it kind of goes to the point that me and Tobias always talk about all the time, which is some of these people don't know what they're doing, right? Like, we we, we tend to – we so a lot of times we think, like, they got more information than us, which is right. true, probably probably majority of the time. But, but what are they doing with that information? Like, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes it's like, yo, you just overplayed your hand. Like, what are you doing? I mean, even, you know, we're going to talk about Ben and the Sixers, but – Sometimes, man, you just, you know, but y'all definitely should have got this. And they got to learn from, like, um, NFL teams. NFL teams don't like coming into the season with distractions. NBA is gone, man. Like, get rid of your ass. You don't get rid of a dude. Get rid of it. Yeah, the longer you hold them, doesn't add any value. You know what I mean? Like, it don't add any value. Um, right. Which, you know, I, don't, I don't get it. Multiple places. Number two overall you know, so, pick. Like, he might not so far, Jim, be what – People thought he might be, but, I mean, he's still averaged, like, 14 and something, I, I want to say nine uh, boards per yeah, game. And it, and, it, and, it could, and it could be, like, they have plans that they want to move on, but my thing is, if that's the case, do it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and I, again, I get, <laughs> get her it. Done. You don't want to take peanuts. You don't want to take peanuts, but just, like, letting things play out doesn't work well. Oh, but but, and but them in, in their situation, they were on some. We're not going to trade him. Didn't even try to trade him. I'm like, so I I don't get it. Like, is this some kind of disciplinary action where we just don't um understand what's going on here? I think it's cash. Yeah, at this point, you have to if you're not going to play him. And it's seven seven and a half yeah. for for the for his career. Fourteen and a half points, seven and a half uh, rebounds per game. I mean, that's not. Bus numbers. That's not you know bad. I mean? That's not bad. That'll get you. So that'll something get you, else uh, you know, going on. That'll get you 100, 150 mil. Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much to get you all kinds of 
max deals and I don't know, man. So, so well, I, and I know some of our callers. I know Tobias probably call in with an opinion on that in a, in a little while. So, we'll definitely. I don't, I don't know. It's a very confusing situation. Um, before we do, yeah, we'll, I just want to uh, update everybody on what's happening in the MLB postseason. If they're not paying attention, um, the the championship series are both going on in the American League and the National League. In the American League, Houston leads Boston uh, three games to two. So the Boston Red Sox are on the ropes right now. Um, We will see if they can force uh, a game seven in this situation. And over in the National League, might be a surprise to all because I think anybody who watched baseball throughout the season probably figured whoever wins that Dodgers um, Giants series was going to go on to pretty much represent the National League in the World Series. Well, currently, the Braves from the National League East, the lowly National League East, are up three games to one on the defending champs, uh, the Dodgers. We'll see if the Dodgers can make an historical comeback in that one. But, uh, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully, well, definitely by next week when you guys talk to us, we will have a World Series matchup set. Um, and if it hadn't started, I don't know what the to-be-determined dates are, but maybe we can give some picks. If not, if it's already started, oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. So let's go to our stat of the week real quick, man, and that's in the NFL. <laughs> stat of the week. In the NFL, the NFL rushing leaders after six weeks. To no surprise, Derrick Henry leads the league in rushing with 783 yards. After Derrick Henry, in the second spot, is Derrick Henry after contact. (laughs) After contact, Derrick Henry has 587 yards. That's more than any other running back has total in the league. Nick Chubb is the true second-place person with 523 yards, Zeke Elliott with 521, and Joe Mixon with 480 yards rushing. Jimmy, this dude is running roughshod over the league again. And and he seems to be changing some of the people we talk to, you know, changing their minds about running backs and, and where they fall in pecking order in the NFL. Is that fair, or is Derrick Henry just different? No. I think that running backs still fall where they fall. Derrick Henry falls somewhere different, though. He ain't every running back. Like, he don't fall on the ground. You look at, like he don't fall. When you look at his body of work, <laughs> this, dude, this dude has ran for, like, over 2,000 yards at every level. He did it in college. He did it at Damn high near school. 4,000 in high school. <laughs> yeah, he was strong. His high school numbers is ridiculous. Like, so it's hard to compare him to anybody. He's just he's a different animal, yo. And and it's crazy when you watch him play because come the fourth quarter and everybody's tired, he's like warming up and running over people. Right, and he's the type of and, dude that'll rip off a seventy-six yard run and you know not even be his career high because he just gets it going like that. <laughs> yeah, when he gets to the outside, if he gets his shoulder square, nobody's getting in front of him. I've seen dudes like get out the way like they don't want no smoke. Right. Now, you know, the other running backs on this list are very good backs, and I'm pretty sure a lot of their yards come after first contact as well. But still, the, the after six weeks, 
to to be the leading rusher in the league, not only be the leading rusher in the league, but you have more yards after contact than everybody else in the top five is completely ridiculous, man. That just shows, like, people, what do they call it these days? They, you got to make a business decision of whether you want to really put forth an effort to meet this dude, you know, at the line of scrimmage and try to make a tackle on him. Um, especially when yeah. he gets past the line of scrimmage and has a, a head full of steam, people don't really want those kind of problems. So he's just bouncing. Like people all. are just bouncing off of him. A lot of the time is because they half-ass attempts because you've already tried that and you didn't like the results. He's scaring people, man. And, as an, aside, and as an aside, I'm talking trash about them not wanting to smoke. I understand. <laughs> I ain't even mad at <laughs> I mean, come on, man. We we've made we've made business decisions in our lives when it came to that. I mean, you see me take a cone and throw it at a dude. Yeah. I don't tackle. So you know. So shout the girl. Shout the girl. <laughs> shout out the G money. <laughs> but um, yeah, man. So yeah, I, I completely understand as well, especially when you get back into those second and third levels where the guys get smaller. Because I'm because when we're mm-hmm. playing against him, like I'm praying that the, my defensive lineman are going to get this dude on the ground every time, or at least slow him down so I can come up and put a cheap shot on him and act like I did something. But if he's running three past those guys, what safety really wants to get in that dude's way? Sean Taylor ain't here no more. Rest in peace. (laughs) You ain't got brave dudes like that. One of the greatest NFL players ever. Yo, listen, real quick, though. (laughs) For the folks listening listening that have no idea what we're talking about, right? it's a legendary story when we were youngsters. We We were kids, and we were playing in this football game. And there was a gentleman who was like um, the middle school version of Derrick Henry. And he was running towards Dev. And instead of Dev trying to tackle him, Dev gra- ran and grabbed cones from off the sideline and started throwing them at the ball. <laughs> and they were the cones that signified so, the out of bounds. So <laughs> and, and that made him even more mad. Like a, he was also a karate expert. You know, then he chased me. That's a hilarious Wonder Years type story. Yo, but I was there. It happened, and it's hilarious. Um, yeah. yeah, so you, that's why we need though, to. Man. That's why we need to write a book that becomes a screenplay, yeah. that becomes a series or a movie. Because people, we got stories. Like shout out to the boy Vision yeah. Poet, because he put his to to work on YouTube. We got stories. We just need to decide we got stories, put them man. out there, and 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 what platform we're gonna do it on. We got stories that people wouldn't I, believe. Absolutely, absolutely got stories, yo. But, yeah, man, so Derrick Henry is different, man. He, he's just a different animal, man. And shout out to anybody who got him on their fantasy team because um, two weeks ago, not the past week, the week before I played him, and he just, like, he he beat my team by himself. Scott, <laughs> you said it, a linebacker the, running for the Titans. <laughs> Pretty yeah, much. It was, one of them, it was one of them games. It was one of them games of fantasy where you would have beat anybody else in the league with your output of your team, but instead of right. just, except for the one person you played. But you, you had, had to play this down. person. Right. Man, listen, I had Lamar Jackson. Pretty much every loss I take is like that. You know, I'm used to it. Yo, I had Lamar Jackson who went nuts. Meanwhile, he had, like, Derrick Henry who just, like, yo, ripped the league to shreds. But anyway, man. Travis said linebacker running for the Titans. And that's true. But the crazy part is, I don't know if y'all noticed, like, even the linebacker position is getting smaller and smaller. So, Derrick, you know, he's chomping them dudes, too. Like, man, if y'all don't get out of my way. Yo, All have right, you man. ever seen like have, have you ever seen this dude? And I mean, I don't mean to you know pause about you know us us uh, giving Derrick Henry his flowers, but yo, his videos of him online like when he's working out. Oh, when he's working out, like, bench pressing. 
Yeah, yeah. like it's, the stuff he does is like, yo, his, his the linebackers can't do, and they were they were R- big Rest in peace to it. rest in peace to Tommy Heinsohn. Tommy Heinsohn probably checked him out in the shower. <laughs> yeah, you know he did. Y'all have to y'all have to know about that. I ain't just coming at Tommy. Yeah. Y'all gotta y'all gotta know. Look that up. Tommy Heinsohn checking out. Yeah, the show. go do your Google. Tommy Heinsohn inappropriate <laughs> comments about locker room. <laughs> Yo, he had no problem saying, yeah, I checked him out in the shower, and he's all of yeah, Australia. Uh-huh. Yo, come on, Tommy. We can't do that. First of all, what is yeah, the yeah, what is the um, what is the team's uh, color commentator doing in the shower with the rest with the team? Yeah, yeah. Like, like what looking you doing? Like, <laughs> yo, go home and take a shower. shower. You ain't ball today. Pieces, what's wrong with <laughs> you? Yeah, and then go comment on it during the game. Yeah, he got a pocket. Yeah, definitely out of pocket. Rest in peace, though. All right, so um, all right, let's get into this NBA stuff, man. I see Skyview already talking about it in the uh, in the chat. He said Ben Simmons is ruining ruining his career, going to wind up in Sacramento or OKC. I mean, the crazy part about it is he claims that's where he, he want to go. He be yeah, he'll be anywhere except for Philadelphia. So maybe that's not too bad of a thing for him. And, you know, if he does wind up in Sacramento, he's a little bit closer to where he lives. So, I mean, I know that's Northern California, so it's a while's away, but Hey, six hour drive down the coast. He's going to make time. millions of dollars with no pressure, no pressure to do anything. That might be no pressure. Wants. I can make millions no and millions of dollars with no pressure to do anything. Hey, and I, I Hey, I, I take Gilgis Alexander. I take him. And and some I don't know anybody else on that team that's worth taking, but if they're willing to get rid of him, uh, do do something because at this point it's gotten crazy. Um, so if you haven't heard, Ben Simmons um, was suspended for the opener against the Pelicans the other day because during uh, I believe it was Monday's practice, he decided to say no when Doc Rivers asked him to do a defensive drill, and then when Doc doubled down and asked him again. Been doubled down with his FOH. Not only that, he was practicing in sweatpants with pockets, with his cell phone in his pocket. Um, they said a lot of the time, you know, he was aloof, off to the side, doing his own thing, shooting free throws, shooting jumpers on his own. Um, they showed, actually, I think this was Tuesday, but they showed footage from Monday where Doc Rivers was breaking down the team at the end of practice. So everybody's in the huddle with their hands up, you know, about to do their little one, two, three, sixer thing or whatever they do. While Doc Rivers is talking, Ben is on the perimeter of this huddle dribbling the ball. <laughs> and then when they do their one, two, three, sixes and break practice, he just drops the ball and just walks up the hallway by himself. It's it's kind of like, why'd you come? It, it was, like, was it, I mean, because you did, we talked about this last week, Jim. He was like, one of the options out of the three or so that we gave could be, I'm just going to go here be the biggest a-hole that I can possibly be and try to get on everybody's nerves. It's kind of looking like that's the one that he's chosen. But there's people out there that are still holding on to the fact that that's not what he's trying to do. But because he's young and a a petulant child, that's how everything's coming out. Because I don't understand, like, if the reports were correct and he came back because those fines were getting hefty, they were taxing his pockets, coming back and getting suspended is not going to help you because you miss the game check for games that you're suspended by. And if you're getting suspended for conduct detrimental to the team, you can get another fine on top of losing a game check. So what has he accomplished since coming back, Jim? 
And then they went out there and blew. I mean, it was just the Pelicans who were shorthanded, but they went out there and got a 20-point win in the first game. So maybe the Sixers are rallying around this. You know, maybe they might be better Yo, than the <laughs> because they're rallying. Shout out to all the uh, petulant folks out there because I've only ever heard that adjective used to describe a child. But when you look at the definition of petulant, it actually says childishly uh, sulky. So saying petulant child actually is overkill. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Double. So, so with that being said, though, like this is the reason why um, we talk about Double. it all the time. How these dudes, be, how these dudes be getting out of these contracts um, when it's, no, it's so much time left. This is because no one wants to deal with this. Nobody right. wants to deal with this, and these players, you know, they kind of like know that. Um, he's just letting it play out, which is terrible. A lot of times they don't want it to play out, so they'll just get rid of you, even if you have years left. It sounds like, like he don't went the right one, though, because Maury seemed real stubborn. I mean, Maury went through this with – with um. no, was he there when uh, – or had he already – when did Maury become the president of the Sixers? Last year, right? So he yeah. wasn't there when Harden ended up leaving. So, no, he didn't go through this with Harden because he and Harden – by all accounts, are really close. I forgot when Harden mm-hmm. went through that, Maury was trying to trade for him in Philly, so he hadn't gone through yeah. this. And and maybe if Maury was still there, judging you know, I don't know. Like I said, their relationship seems more friendly than anything else. So he may have let Harden go, but by all accounts, dude is as stubborn as they come. So it's like him and Ben at some point might come to blows. They might exchange hands because. Maury seems to be digging in until he gets the offer that he wants. And Ben is destroying his value so much, that offer yeah. may never come. There but at never, some point, the organization, the town, the media, everybody is going to put pressure on you to just say, all right, just let this dude go. You know what I mean? And I think and I think Ben knows that. But, the yo, I guess the smartest thing that Ben has done, if you could say anything smart, because um, all this is ridiculous. But the smartest thing that he did throughout all this, is not say anything at all. Right. He like, still he can't even, it. like, misconstrue his words or say anything. My man just hasn't talked. Yeah, and I thought the one good thing he came out this for. morning. I was like, that couldn't possibly be him. Because, first of all, we're, we're from Philly. If Ben had some kind of press conference where he was airing people out like this, we would have known about it. So it's gotten to the point where, Jim, yeah. he hasn't talked to the point where people are like, but we got to make something up. <laughs> this dude making this side of yeah. it boring, like, we got to make something up. But, um, yeah, so there was a quote that, about that came out that said something like, Ben was like, yeah, Giannis just won a championship, and, and he can't shoot. I just want to go somewhere. I think I can be productive on that level, but I can't do it here because they keep trying to cater to a guy like uh, Joel Embiid. I'm like, he ain't say that. First of all, he don't, he don't want Joel nah. to put his hands on him. He ain't say that. Uh, yeah, that dude didn't say that, to quote Joel Embiid. That dude didn't say that. Um, right. but but he, he's out of pocket, man. He's way out of pocket. Um, I don't know like how he like rebuilt, rehabilitates his career after this because he's gonna be hated all over the place. Um, right. and your game, you're deficient. Your game is deficient. So unless you know you just turn into a you know Ray Allen, and I know I'm drawn by saying that because you ain't gotta be that great, but unless <laughs> you just start pulling up. Um, it's gonna be issues. Like I, I just don't know. I mean, but the way I don't, I don't know, see, he don't might have to turn in the Ray the way he pushing his stock down like that because people are at this point are like, "Yo, you got like, how do you get the nerve?" <laughs> and I know he's a great player, talented player, but with his deficiencies, 
being the fact that we're in this position, and instead of you taking a, a more of a humble approach, instead of saying, all right, I'm going to get better, like you take this stance, people are like, where does he get the nerve? <laughs> I, I don't get you know, it. I just don't see his his chest move other than to be an asshole to the point where no one wants to be around me and they're going to make me sit at home and I can collect a check and sit at home. Right. Like, but I don't if see, they if they suspend you and make you sit at home, you won't be collecting a check. That's the point. That's the part yeah. that I don't get. Like they're going to find a way for you not to collect a check. I'm pretty sure the the um players association will get involved if that ends up happening, you know, if he gets sent home like TO and have to be in his driveway lifting weights and all that stuff, they're going to get involved. <laughs> <laughs> but, yo, this yo boy, man. I, I'm his really call, thinking his, his, is crazy. his best way out at this point is to stop bitching and do all of that stuff that you do in the videos. Like, you could get on the court and just gun. You ain't got to be the unselfish Ben because at this point you don't care about the team. So getting your value up is not really about winning. At this point, if you went out there and gunned and absolutely didn't pass the ball and people didn't like playing with you and it didn't lead to winning, but you were showing improvement in your game, that would get your stock up because they know you don't care about the team, so they know they don't, you know, you don't care about winning. You're just showcasing yourself so you can get this over with. I think that will get you out quicker. All you got to do is ball like his videos for two weeks, and the offers are going to start coming um, in because you know people don't care about think, how you act if – if, if you got value to you. I think you. the funniest part, funniest part about the Ben Simmons thing is when you start to see um, all the analysis that was done for him coming into the draft. That and they didn't listen to. Folks kind of, <laughs> yeah, folks kind of speculated that. They, like, this was already speculated that. And, in Told fact, I saw was. a clip on Twitter. It was a clip somebody had on Twitter when he was in LSU. And they were playing somebody, Alabama, somebody, and they were getting killed by, like, 50. And my man was still out there going for his triple-double. And the announcer was saying, like, well, another triple-double for Ben, although they're down by, like, 45 points. Like, ben, my man Ben was up there still trying to get his numbers, though. But um, Hey, at least he so, did that. And it, but, but he was making a comment about, I, like – Because I really expect him to just quit and ask out of the game. And well, that's why he was making a comment ball. about his actual, his actual competitiveness. That's always been a question about him. Like, his talent mm-hmm. – everybody knows he has talent, but how competitive is he? And this is one of the things, like, as fans, we think that because you made it to that level, you're just uber competitive. And I, I guess at some point you have to be, but sometimes when you get $100 million, because when you think about Ben, and this is what a lot of people are talking about the Sixers, they've done everything to cater to this guy. So they're partially to blame. Right. And never at this level, but, I mean, we've seen people like that. Like, at a tiny level, I think that about Ray Allen. But I don't want to sully his name by bringing it up in this situation. But I always thought Ray didn't have the dog in him to match his talent. You know what I mean? You think that about T-Mac. Um, we've seen others. Um, I, I'm not even going to say it's a competitive thing with, with somebody like Vince. Vince ain't really having no skills. But, <laughs> but, but <laughs> uber athletic and, 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 and successful. Um, but we've seen it. But Tim Thomas, like he just didn't have it yeah. in him. Had every tool in the toolbox, but was just like meh when it came to when it came to being competitive and showing people that how good you could be. So we've seen it, but this dude is taking it to a whole, whole nother level, man. 
for you to shy away from the rock in the biggest series of your life and then take this stance because people are mad at you instead of the stance like, yo, I got to go out here and get better, do what I got to do. I'm too talented for this. But, you know, he seems to be a quitter, man. Talking. To, to quote, to quote, to quote Tim Tebow of Nazareth, hard work <laughs> and talent, and talent don't work hard. Word. So you know, Ben don't even care to work. My man, my man got his cell That's phone. Up. He out here looking at eyes. <laughs> he out here doing a little practice with, with with sweatpants on, looking at you know what I mean. All the new BBLs that come on the timeline. Texting his yeah, chick. Ben is wilding right now. Yo, ben is wilding. <laughs> wishing, wishing Derek Rose congratulations on his engagement. Um, <laughs> yo, so so the latest in this saga before we move on, I know we're going to get back to it when we go to the phone lines, but the latest in this saga is he came in this morning um, for the shoot around, supposedly for practice, but didn't stay. And we found out why he didn't stay. He he apparently came in, told the training staff that he was having some tightness in his back. They gave him some treatment and sent him back home. So that's what we like. We said that a long time ago, though. Instead of playing it the way he was playing, he could have, he could have been come in, faked an injury, set out and got paid for it. But you're kind of, you're doing it, like he, he he's doing it in the wrong order. Because at this point, mm-hmm. nobody's really going to believe that something's wrong with your back. And I learned this a long time ago. You know, I learned this when, you know, people be trying to get you to defraud the insurance companies. Notice I said people try to get you to. I didn't say we did or I did. But they were like, yo, if you get into an accident, say your back hurt because they can't really detect back pain. They got to believe you and they got to get you. Yeah. <laughs> so, so somebody told him this. Oh, I got back tightness. Easy. You know, he's had back tightness before, so he know how to walk around. He know how to make it look. But you're doing it in the wrong orders because right now everybody knows that you're to get out of being involved. So you could have pulled this before you pulled that on Monday or Tuesday. You know what I mean? And it would have worked for you. You would have been getting paid. You wouldn't be suspended and not getting paid. This is going to be an amazing 30 for 30. I think the funniest part about this is when the team was actually trying to fly there to talk to him. We told him, nah, man, y'all can stay over there. I'm good. <laughs> His 30 for 30, he's going to be like – He's going to be like the new Lenny Cook who actually did make it to the league and was an all-star three times, a rookie of the year, defensive player of the year, runner-up. It's going to be an even worse story because, it's like, you did make it and you had everything in front of you and you just decided to be a dickhead. <laughs> yo, yo, Shout out to my man. You're man, asshole, man. It's your fault, my dude. <laughs> Might have been, though. But, yeah, oh, so. God. Yeah, Ben, Ben, he on, he on something else, my dude. All right, so um, before we do get to the, the uh, phone lines, we got to do this quote of the week, and we got Tobias waiting on the line, so this is cool because this is about one of Tobias' all-time favorite players. Quote of the week, you can chase those little ugly black girls, and Elena just going to sit here in the spotlight without you. Another tweet. Taylor and I made a whole list of ish we don't like, and the number one thing was black people. L-M-F-A-O. Those tweets, though they were a long time ago, comes from Derrick Rose's new fiance, who he proposed to during a romantic dinner at midcourt at Madison Square Garden earlier this week and gave her the rock of a lifetime. 
Now, Jim, when we saw this, people were like, yo, these are quotes from the white girl that Derrick Rose is marrying. But I've, I've seen pictures of her. She don't look fully white. She look like she got some black in her. So maybe that's yeah. why she thinks put it, put it, she can say stuff like this. Yeah. Either way, it's kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Twitter detectives then said that she got like a small part. She's small part, like she's mixed, but she's definitely right. passable. Like she can be, pa- she can pass as um. Right, because she looks different you know, than a lot of pictures. Some some pictures she look like a black girl. Some pictures she look like a white yeah. girl, and in some pictures she just look like a mixed girl. So she knows. Yeah, what man. So we say this to say, man, go clean up y'all old tweets, man. I gotta do that myself because I don't know what I was saying. I was saying <laughs> Oh seven oh eight. I don't know what I was saying. I might have been asking for like news right on the timeline. Like I gotta, I gotta go no back DMs. and you know, clean that up. Yeah, yo, I think these tweets were from like 2011 or something like that. But yo, my yeah. thing is, if if you aren't full breed, I don't know if you should be saying nothing like this, especially if you passable, because there's a lot of people out there, namely the ones who've been spreading this stuff, who think you're white. They think you're all white. And it's like, it, it doesn't yeah, really make it better if you have black in you that you're saying this kind of stuff. Because, hey, you could just yeah, be a mixed worse. person who hates their black side. But you don't that's hate that, that money. Yo, yo b- back in, like, between, like, 07 and, say, like, 12, like, before 13, like, Twitter was a wild place. And, you know, so not that, not that uh, you can't hold anybody accountable, but Twitter was definitely a wild place, like, Cats yeah. was asking to see jugs right on the timeline. Like it was just wild. Like before people knew that, yo, one day they're gonna be screenshotting these and putting them on the new like no one knew that would be a thing. It was like, yo, we got this place where everybody can just communicate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We, everybody was acting like Brett Favre, like, yo <laughs> <laughs> So no not trying to make excuses for it, but yo, once you once you get with boys, you're a public figure now. So you know. Go ha- go handle it, handle it, Roy. Pretty much. <laughs> nice and smooth. All right, so we're going to go to the phone lines. As a matter of fact, we're going to let Tobias uh, get off whatever he needs to get off before we talk this Paul. 75th anniversary team um, because we're going to let him stay on the line with us for a few minutes when we start talking about that. So let's go to the phone lines. Uh, we got the homie Tobias calling in from Arizona. What up, Tobias? Roll. Roll down tight, although my defense is still trash. I'm going down with the ship. Uh, but, oh, yeah, and by the way, my Dodgers are deader than Disco, and I've been blocking a lot of Braves fans. And you know where <laughs> I'm from, that's Braves country. But uh, here's a stat of the week for you guys. The Bulls won yesterday. They won 0. I mean, they're the first time over 500 since 2017, fellas. Go <laughs> 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 <No> Bulls! <laughs> I ain't even gonna hold you though. The Bulls got a squad. They at least got they got a nice starting five. Their bench still leaves a little bit to be yeah. desired. Um, still need some growth on their bench, but yo, the Bulls got a little a nice little starting five, man. They they can make some noise. They got well, I don't know about DeRozan signing. That's too much money. How far did them get the problem? I don't give a damn about how far we get. I just want to get there. I'm tired of being bad and end up with the, the second best odds at the top pick, end up with a seventh pick, and Wendell Carter and Laurie marketing. I'm tired of that. I just want to make the playoffs. Oh, I am. Just get in. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and Neil and Scott, you in the chat room talking about how Twitter was crazy, like Jimmy was talking about. She said Rihanna was wild. And Scott, said, Oh, my God. What? Jeopardy guys tweets, nobody is safe. Oh. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, that, yeah. there's a lot. There, there's a lot of free uh, adult content on Twitter too. I love yeah. that. For, uh... <laughs> but you know that the Jeopardy situation that was that was Black Twitter going to him because they wanted they wanted Levar Burton to get the job. So they don't need it. The thing is, the thing is, they don't like you. Like I said, back then everybody, yo, back then everybody was like, yo, show me your juggernaut. And the crazy part is, Rihanna was like, all right, here. <laughs> Rihanna found a place to wild out. <laughs> but yeah, she, but she, man, she, was with, she was with the ish. All right, so what yeah, else but, you got, Tobias? Before we but get y'all to talk this Oh, by the way, I know y'all probably talk about Ben Simmons. The rumors yeah. of Deshaun Watson, right? It's funny, right? Everybody talking about how Miami should have taken Herbert. You know who else should have taken Herbert in that draft? The Washington football team with Chase Young has more commercials than quarterback sacks this year. Uh, <laughs> Detroit, Detroit Lions took Jeffrey Okuda. He's supposed to have more quarterback team. sacks than LT. But I yeah. Oh, the Rebel and Lions. number four, that, that left tackle for the Giants, Andrew Thomas, was swinging gate. Those guys should have taken Justin Herbert, too. But no one saw this coming. And then how they handled Tua, they kept trying to pull him in and out the game for Ryan Fitzpatrick. You didn't make the playoffs anyway. You better all sink it with the guy in the game anyway. But the part of the Sean Watson is he hasn't got suspended yet by the league, so he trade for him, he gets suspended. What if he goes to prison? <laughs> you know? Yeah, then you're stuck. I mean, unless you don't trade you Tua, then you just go back to Tua. <laughs> I'm not even saying well, about the Dolphins, I mean, but yeah, I mean, you got that's got to be part of your negotiations when you make the trade. When you get nothing, nothing. Like get locked up. Get my money back. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not giving you all those first-round picks. Uh, this make I want all my prison. picks back. This ball get locked up. But if I'm yeah. Houston, I'm not, I'm not agreeing to that because we sitting them out because of this investigation. <laughs> so I'm not a contract. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't giving you that kind of deal, so you got to find something else to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, because what people don't realize is that I don't blame the Dolphins for trying to jump on it because, you know, Pittsburgh's probably going to get Aaron Rodgers. Then you'll have, like, two of the Panthers and the Broncos who will be in the quarterback market. So you best to try to get that guy now because Watson may say, oh, there's a good situation here too. Let me go over here. Raised by no trade clause. So it's best to go ahead. If you can get him, get him. But I'd be kind of questionable about that when the guy still got 10 criminal charges on top of this. Right. You know, and, 20, uh, and 22 accused total, 10 criminal ones. Like, you know, and, and it's a lot of people out there defending the dude, you know, kind of going down with the ship just like they were with, with Pill Cosby and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. You know, everybody's yeah. saying, was he found guilty? But, I mean, come on, man. Sometimes when there's smoke, there's fire. Like, he's not getting accused by one person. He, you know, there's a pattern here. We've seen some of his text messages. Like, there's something going on. So, I mean, he's going to have his yep. day in court, but it ain't really looking good. So that's why I never really understood why there was a trade market for him in the first place. Like, you got to let this play out before you play yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get it. Because this dude goes to prison, probably looking at another two, couple of, it ain't no one year in prison either, but fellas, it might be his career. And then right. he out a couple of years. Because look how long it took Michael Vick to get back into playing shape and point back to the game. He was only going like a year and a half, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, and uh, come back as a and, backup and earn his yeah. spot all over again. Yeah. And, uh, and so, and then they trade for it. They made for his contract. But speaking of contracts, uh, like with Ben Simmons, Kwame Brown, of all people, has been the voice of reason in all this stuff. <laughs> like, don't let him take your money. And uh, yeah. 
it was like it kind of detrimental to the team, messed your name up. But I know people say go ahead and get rid of him. But are we sure any of these teams want him right now? Because you're on the hook for that money also for those years. Yeah. It ain't like That's you got I mean, I can't see, your book. I can't see a serious offer coming from anybody except for bad teams. And and Sixers don't want packages from bad teams because they want players. It's not all about picks for them. I, no more. I, like the honestly, if I'm them, now I'm surprised the Kings would throw in either Fox or Halliburton because both of those are kind of redundant. And he come off that Fox money. And they, and they drafted another point guard who plays better That's defense what I'm saying. than both of them. <laughs> so, yeah, so they, like, they got three right now. Somebody got to go. So, yeah. I, hey. Do something. Put one Here, of them dudes in the deal. Here's a hot I mean, I don't know if anything from the Kings moves the needle without Fox being involved. I don't know if they here's can a say, hot, right, we'll give you, we'll give you Halliburton. They, Sixers might say F or H. Yeah, because here's one. If on the Sixers, I might take Buddy Hill and uh, Bagley and a couple, and like unprotected lottery pick. You don't unprotect that pick, by the way, because I think Buddy Hill's money comes off and there may be a strong chance you could get James Harden because he loves Maury. And uh and he's kinda of fed up with his Kyrie stuff in Brooklyn. And so he ain't resigned. So there may be a strong chance in that. If you could get him, I'd eat that for this year. But I just think Ben messed himself up because he's all in motion. It ain't I keep hearing people because... say that they need to swap him for Kyrie. No, um, for fam. <laughs> but I, because... I I really do think like you swap him for Kyrie. Like, I mean, people are already giving it to the Nets. Seriously, you give Ben Simmons to the Nets, Ben Simmons, uh, James Harden, and, and Kevin Durant, like, I mean, you're handing them the, the conference on a silver platter, pretty much. Because and you can say what you want about Ben, defensive. but around them dudes, he don't have to shoot. People forget back to the shooting part. You got 10 minutes before the final two minutes of a quarter or a half where you got hacked this dude and put him on the line mm-hmm. in these playoff games. And so the problem is, and here's the problem, right? Ben, I think the Sixers kind of overplayed it as well, but I think the one thing Ben Simmons overplayed is that, bruh, you ain't as good as everybody as, as you think you are. You ain't James oh, Harden. I mean, not with you, the you ain't AD. Right. Yeah. And, right. uh, and so he also – they keep saying he could be like Giannis. No, he can't. Giannis actually gave a damn about getting better and not afraid of shooting. Ben Simmons hasn't improved since he was at LSU. He's the exact same guy. He wants to be a celebrity. That's him. That's what he is. People's got to deal with it. And personally, I won't give a max contract to a guy who doesn't improve. You know, well, but to be fair, at, Tobias, you wouldn't give a max contract to anybody. <laughs> like you don't give a damn about the market, baby. so your team would definitely be trash because nobody signed hey, with you because you're nah, giving up a buck. Hey, <laughs> I ain't bad as I ain't bad as Big Shot Bob Sarver right here in Phoenix now, where you yeah, pay scam I mean, it, but you won't pay it. Eight. Hey, because it's Tobias not that try, we talk about that. Practice, Tobias gonna practice money ball with no analytics. It's gonna be the right, right. Here. It's not that we don't. It's not that we we don't agree with you as far as these players not being worth that. But at some point, you got to realize the market is what the market is. 
So hey, right. now personally, we, we we mad at a at a Shamit contract for real, for real. That's hobo money these days in the NBA. What are you getting? Ten yeah. million a year, something like that. That's hobo. I money. ain't mad at that, that's but not, I was that's not a crazy people, contract. He, it's most crazy. Take care like, of hey, dude, Ten million, don't do nothing. Shoot. You supposed, supposed to take care of Aiden. Now, I was like, why didn't you just max this guy out? The dude's 22 years old. I'm like, uh, you're not paying to bear McGee this money. But, but, but Shamit money is not Aiden money. Like, you know, there's nah, pockets nah. of money. Chris Paul might be eating into Aiden's money a little bit. But, you know, Shamit, yeah. they got that kind of money to sign those type of guys. And, and plus, Chris Paul, plus Chris Paul money, like NFL funny money after year two. And Miles and Mikael Bridges. It has to, to be the discount. Old as hell. <laughs> yeah. Old as hell. And Mikael Bridges, Bridges took a discount because if he got on that open market, he could have gotten 110, 120, depending on what what he could have gotten. And so uh, that's why sometimes it's best because one thing you learn in the NBA, you can trade a contract. Right. <laughs> you, can, you, can get, you know, but, uh, but I just think Ben has to understand. Uh, you have to got to understand they got the cards. They got he got four years left on your deal. You want to get traded? Show up, be the good soldier, and up your trade value. Because people got to say also the this ain't the NFL where you just cut somebody eat the cap for a year. You got to make the salaries match in the NBA. So that means you got to take Solomon Hill, somebody like that, Evan Turner. You know those bad deals. And I, I think that's a stupid rule anyway, making the salaries match. But. Uh, I mean, they trying to do something to try to keep stuff equitable. Um, it really doesn't work because you just trade a bunch of buns and a bunch of picks to match it. But at least, at least it's something because a lot of time in those in those deals, the one team is getting pretty much what it needs most likely for a rebuild. Like we talk about this all the time. Like people say, "Oh, Lakers got over on 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 the Grizzlies," but they really they got, didn't. They got Marcus Paul. They got a Hall of Famer. <laughs> Yeah, but even if they, even if Mark Gasol didn't turn out to be what he was, they can't. You can't get over on a team that has a star player and they still trash. At this point, they got to look out for themselves, get as many picks and as many players back as they can. People look at it because first of all, they hate the Lakers, and secondly, the Lakers were one piece away, so they were able to mm-hmm. get that piece. But it wasn't a lopsided trade. But people just feel that way because the Lakers won the chip. And the Grizzlies went, you know, into a rebuild. But the Grizzlies were in a rebuild with Pau Gasol. You just wasting money on Pau Gasol while you garbage. So, and and they became a formidable playoff contender over the next ten years because of that trade. But nobody looks at it like that because they hate the Lakers and the Lakers got two championships. Yeah. There's no and rationality plus, behind that. And plus, teams like the Grizzlies, the Thunder, they have to do that so they can rebuild. Right, but you got to so, what you can get. Like, why are you paying so, you you highly paid team getting twelve wins a season? Like, what is the point? Paying this, this ain't Chicago, that much like, this ain't like Chicago, wins. New York, L.A. But right. before I run, I know you guys want to talk about the top seventy-five before I run. Uh, I think they should have kept to the top fifty and just added twenty-five people. <clears throat> I really do. But uh, well, this is that, that this is the because I know we've been talking about it in the chat and and like we're not sure if. Like, that's what it's going to be because we won't know until the 75 is completely named if people from the 50 got taken out. We're just knowing now, yep. like, okay, he's back in and he was in the original 50. So once this gets to yep. 75 is where this is going to be real sticky because we're going to know if there were some 50s 
that got taken out. Like you're never gonna get like that honor is it can't be taken away from you. At fifty, yeah. you were NBA's top fifty player. But I would think to add twenty five more to that list that to say this is the top seventy five players of all time, like some people from that fifty won't be able to make that cut. But you think it should just be fifty and then they just add twenty five on after that? That's how yeah. you think it should be? Yeah, because you still cause you still gotta respect the errors as well, those guys paved the way and everything. And uh because okay, so we gonna go by somebody so you tell me Vince Carter's a top seventy five player? Tracy McGrady? You know, people like that. And plus I think because what will happen is a lot of times in the NBA, it seems like cats, even from the 80s, they um, they get crapped on. Yeah, like, oh, these guys ain't playing nobody till they see the mixtape. Oh, man, these guys good. They just crap on the older eras. And that's those a, guys that, are I great mean, that's players, a good point, too. though. Like, I see where you're going with that, and I, I see why people would think that. Like, I probably could even be convinced to, to thinking that's the right thing because it, it really does make sense. Um, because, because first of all, when we put other people in here, if we do take people off that original list and put people in there, that's most, mostly going to be because of recency bias. The game has changed. Numbers have changed. You know, the size of these players, the strength of these players, yeah. the speed of these players, all of that has changed. And the people that's <laughs> voting to do this, yeah, because the three it's not going to be too many people representing those older errors. So... It's definitely a good point, you Jimmy. Know, how do you think it should go? You think they should take people out? No, I just, or you I think just they should just add twenty-five? Yeah, I think I just think it's funny because like the young folks, every time this happens, they just be slandering the old head so bad. Like I just showed y'all in, the, uh, in that chat what one of my young boys uh, said about Kyrie not being on there. Um, he also just he just put up a post with some highlights from like the fifties, and I can't lie, yo, this young got me dying. Like some of these like Sanchez set shots, yo. <laughs> no way you get that off in 2021. But with that being said, though, you can't. Like, but the game was era. what it was back then, and you, you know, dudes were great for what the era was. That's why it's always a difficult conversation yeah. to compare people between yeah. eras. Yeah, because I don't think it's necessarily like, yo, if you line these up, these people will beat these people. That's not what it's about. It's about right. It's about what they accomplished in the time. You know what I mean? Like right. it is because at the time, but you were the, you know, you were the. Yo, I'm going to share this video with y'all so y'all can laugh at some of these jump shots, though. But, <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, like, you just got to build on top of it. I agree with Tobias. Like, you got to have 50. That's what it was. You build on top of it. Then when you get to 100, you build on top of it. That's how it should have been. Right. You know what I mean? Right, that's well, that's kind of like the only way to do it. Um, I'm about to speed read the 50 that's made it so far. Tobias, you want to stick around for that, or you got to go? Yep. Yep, what? I asked you two questions. (laughs) 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 Yep, I'm sticking around. All right, so, all right, let me speed read it then, and this is in alphabetical order, because like we said, the top, you know, the, the way they're naming it, it's in no specific order. So we got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nate Archibald, Paul Arizon, Charles Barkley, Rick Barry, Larry Bird, Will Chamberlain, Bob Cousy, Dave Cowens, Clyde Drexler, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, Julius Irvin, Patrick Ewing, Walt Clyde Frazier, Kevin Garnett, George Gervin, Hal Greer, James Harden, John Havlicek, Elvin Hayes, Allen Iverson, Magic Johnson, Sam Jones, Michael Jordan, Jerry Lucas, Carl Malone, Moses Malone, Kevin McHale, George Mikan, 
Steve Nash, Dirk Nowitzki, Hakeem Olajuwon, Robert Parrish, Chris Paul, Bob Pettit, Scotty Pippen, Willis Reed, Oscar Robinson, David Robinson, Bill Russell, Bill Sharman, John Stockton, Isaiah Thomas, Nate Thurman, Wes Unsell, Bill Walton, Jerry West, and James Worthy. That's the your initial fifty. Even though I, you know, I, I sped read that. Is that a word? Sped read, <clears throat> or I speed read it. Um, anybody on there that y'all think is arguable to basically to not be on there? And of course, a name that I heard somebody question. Dave Cowens was that in our chat or was somebody just bringing our attention to that? No, that was not, no, that was, that was our chat. The cat's right. and Dave Cowens, yeah, so Dave I Cowens' mean, name came up. Steve Nash's name came up. Um, I can't remember if anybody else. Um, well, like you can't question a George Mikan. Uh, like of course Shaq, even Joel Embiid is cracking George Mikan's mouth right now. But like Jimmy said, it's not about playing against those guys and what you can do if you threw George Mikan in the 2021. I mean, you have some guys that you can throw into any era, like a Wilt, and he's still going to get his. But George Mikan was the first great big man. George Mikan and those Lakers won like five of those 17 chips before they even became Los Angeles Lakers. And the Lakers are still claiming those joints. So if you want to talk about the greatness of that franchise, like you can't forget dudes like that no matter what era they played in. But what do y'all think about people bringing up a Dave Cowens or a Steve Nash? It's like, I, don't, I, think I, about that. I, I mean, I still think no matter what you think of Steve Nash and even MVPs are uh, subjective awards, but he still got two of them. Like for two years, yeah. somebody thought enough people thought that he was the most viable player in this league no matter what we and, think, because I don't agree with Steve Nash being a two-time MVP, but at this point, there's nothing you can do about that. So I don't think you can take a two-time MVP out of the top 75 players in the history of the league. Dave Cowens won MVP a rookie year the same year. Which is, yeah, which is unheard of in the NBA. Like, we've seen that in the WNBA. And I didn't even know that until recently. I didn't realize that, that Candace Parker did that. And you and you mm-hmm. had some dudes in when Dave Cowens played now that in his era that that he won MVP over. So uh, so I just think people are – I remember this, right? They're on YouTube. It's like these young bucks, like LeBron fans, are reacting to the Michael Jordan story mixtape, and they're all like, man, I didn't know Michael Jordan had a bounce like this. I didn't know Mike could do this because these people didn't watch the game. I ain't talking about young cats today because understandable. So, But even then, someone in the 90s, they didn't even watch play. They just look at a box score, and they talk about threes, even though the three-point shot was an institute to 1979, 1980. In college, it was the mid-80s. But after Jordan, it was already in the league when the college three came in. So that's a whole different game. You're going by what right. you play in the era. So let me ask you guys. So it's 25 spots left, right? Or at least, mm-hmm. you know, hasn't been named yet. You're figuring – tell me if you think these six are a lock. You got Shaquille O'Neal. Lock. Elgin Baylor, Lock. LeBron James, nope. Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> said nope, and Steph Curry. Would y'all they say all those six players are a lock? Yeah. Yeah. Even even though they be trying to crap on Elgin and acting like they forgot what kind of stuff he used to do. Um, because he and Jerry couldn't really get it done as far as winning. Oh, chips. by the way, so, there. Will Here's a fun fact yeah. about Elgin. 
Mm-hmm. He has the second most point single a single game record for points in a playoff game of sixty one. Hope folks remember yeah. that. Oh, I, I was gonna get it in. And isn't he third as far as single game? Like you had Wilt with a hundred, Kobe with eighty something, Elgin had like seventy four yeah. or something like that. Yeah, they were crazy like those that. Guys, yeah. So those guys we think is a lock, right? If if we're thinking they're a lock, then then it's not twenty five spots left. There's like nineteen spots left. Then you got people who were on the fifty list and are in danger of getting taken off if they're doing that. You got Lenny Wilkins, who hasn't been named yet, Earl of Pearl Monroe, Billy Cunningham, Dave Bing, Pete Maravich, and Dave DeBusher. Frankly, I think out of that list, I think Earl Monroe and Pistol Pete should be pretty much a lock as well. Would y'all agree with that or no? Anybody else on that list you think is a lock besides those two? Um, no, I mean, no, just those two. But what I also find interesting is, is there somebody that, you know, like the Dominique Wilkins example, who didn't make it, who now they're going to try to put on the 75, although they didn't make the 50, which would make no sense. That's a good question, because his name is, is was about to come up in, in, in the next batch of names that I have written down here, because you have, if if y'all agree that those two are a lot, then, then we're down to what, 17 spots? And you still got to mm-hmm. consider the people that was in that group, Lenny Wilkins, Billy Cunningham, Dave Bing, Dave the Busher, right? Then you got mm-hmm. people from the group of great players who became great after that first 50 was named. You got Jason Kidd, Dwight Howard, Paul Pierce, Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple Double. You got the Ray Allens, Reggie Millers, Carmelos, Tracy McGrady, yeah. Gary Payton, Pau Gasol. Chris Bosh, Dennis Rodman, Vince Carter, Dikembe, Alonzo, Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billis, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili. Like, I'm just saying names at this point because I don't think some of these, a lot of those dudes don't really belong even in this conversation. Like, I don't, I don't think Manu belongs yeah. in this conversation. I don't think Tony, Chauncey. Um, the crazy part is, as, as flawed as I think Vince's game was, like his impact might put him at least in an argument for a spot. You know what I mean? How about the professor and skip to my list? Thank you. Hey, by the way, guys, uh, do you guys think they're going to try to be hot take and put Luca in? Uh, you know, they're trying to make no, him like the best. No, I don't, so. no, I don't no. think so. Even though Mark Jackson said he he should be in, I don't I don't think I don't I don't Yo. think crazy like that. Hey, you can't make it, hey, you can't be talking in another twenty five years. They're going to do this again, and Luca gets his shot then. But yeah. you do have even younger people than the ones I just named. You got the Kawhi Leonard's, Anthony Davis, th- those people that you're saying now. Uh, the Joker, Dame Lillard, Luca, Kyrie, Draymond, Clay Thompson. I don't think any of those people should be on this list yet. But then you got the Dominique Wilkins, Bob McAdoo, Bernard King, Bob Lanier, Artis Gilmore, Adrian Danley, Alex English, who didn't make the first 50 and might need to get their flowers. <laughs> so, hot, like, this is why making lists is so difficult. And, and we're thinking about, you know, Jimmy and I and B. Austin talked, and we're thinking about, you know, trying our hand at making a 75 list, a World Room Sports top 75. But this is why this is so difficult because you do, like, you have those guys, the Dominiques and the Bob McAdoo's and Bernard King's, who haven't gotten their flowers, and we're talking about adding 25 from the new generation when some of them probably 
should have probably should have been in the 50 in the first place, or at least arguably in that 50. So how do you complete this list, yo? How do you do it? I mean, it's difficult to do. So I mean, it's, it's like anything else. It's like you're doing all-stars. Like, somebody ain't going to make it. I mean, it is what it is. Is Dominique a lock for y'all? Not at all. He, he can't be. I mean, considering he ain't make the 50, he can't be a lock for the 75. I mean, but you're adding 25 more. So if he was on the fringe of the 50, it has to be an argument. I, I think Dominique should be a lock. I think Dominique should have been a lock for the 50. Like, I don't he should have been over Scotty Pippen. Right. At, at 50, Dominique should have been in that over uh, Scotty Pippen. Because I was about to say, I don't have the list in front of me to see who I would take out. At, in 1996, Dominique Wilkins should have been in the 50, in my opinion, over Scottie Pippen. Scottie Pippen would then get in on this one with no problems whatsoever. But <clears throat> I don't know. It's what it is. It's, it's, it's difficult. But, but we'll definitely talk more about this. And like I said, if we publish our own list, then we're really going to talk more about well, it because we're going to be getting can, slandered all can over I bring the net. Up like remember Bleach Report came out with that list and they went by analytics and how they I hate I hate Isaiah Thomas. If he's on the side of the road, I'll probably speed up past him. But uh they they had like forty something because they went by analytics, but it's unfair to go by analytics when the game was totally different. And I, I hope they don't go by that. Talk about oh this guy shot this many threes and his wins above replacement. It should be about talent and impact. Because how do you measure that, though? You can't really measure that. So not, not, not agreeing with what they said, but it's difficult. You're like, the bottom line is you're going you're gonna to leave off people any way you do it. There's no right way to do this. And, yeah, and, and, and one thing plus, also, like, like I said, it's always going to be younger people, newer generation people doing the voting and making the list. So there's no real eye test for them. I mean, of course, you know, we got YouTube, but – all of that is highlights. You know what I'm saying? There's no real eye test for them when they're, when they're talking about guys that played before they were born or guys that even played, you know, before they were old enough to really be students of the game. So it's, it's, it's yeah. so difficult, man. It's so difficult. Yeah, and my thing is on that is real quick is that people think, because, like, when I talk about that Jordan mixtape, people thought guys in the 90s were athletic, same athletic stature as the 50. And they're like, oh, these guys can jump. These guys did this. And it's like it just shows like how basketball as a sport does a terrible job in passing down its history and people embracing it. Baseball does a great job with it. Football does a better job with it. But basketball is like, hey, you played 10 years ago, you sink. <laughs> and it's like I just think that's something that messes Bessie's list up too. Yeah. But, right, but hey, man. you guys have a good one, man. No doubt. Thank you. We appreciate you, uh, you know, sitting around with us and talking about this. We'll wrap to you next week. Uh, we got one more call before we talk about what happened this week. Why y'all on the Grizz Naive? Look like Rob, the homie Rob is calling in from out Cali. We haven't heard from Rob in a minute. What up, Rob? What's going on, man? You in the what's, room. what's good, man? How y'all doing, man? Pretty good, man. All right, we, bro. Uh, we talking last week. We ain't know if you were yeah. still with us, good brother. Like, what's yeah, up? There, there, there was rumors. There was rumors that somebody had put you in the trunk, that you got kidnapped or something, man. We ain't know if you was all right or not. Rumors of your demise, uh, man. On, 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 only if I have baby mamas, they come, come together to conspire against us. But anyways, man, how y'all doing, man? Shout out to Movication Poppy, but what's good, man? No, some, somebody said that they thought they had heard something about you and Court meeting up. 
to exchange hands and it got out of hand and y'all killed each other. Like at the same time. <laughs> like one of them Jones. Like you know how like in Rocky was it Rocky one? When 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 Rocky and Apollo both knocked each other out at the same time and it was like a race to get up. Yeah, we heard y'all like, you know <laughs> y'all laid the murder game down at the exact same time. <laughs> but we good to know we good good to hear that that ain't true. But what you wanna rrap about real quick, man? I think I think they'll probably be the first one to jump on me. At least put me in the headlock for a minute. <laughs> so what's up? What, what's up, what Rob? Lakers, man. They started uh, out with, okay with the other night, and they didn't the, look. They look like a lot of y'all said that they would look like. There's too many people on that team that can't spread the floor, can't shoot Jays, and there's a lot of them that do the same thing. So some people, namely Russell Westbrook, like his his game and his numbers are going to suffer just because of the style of play that the Lakers are playing and probably should be playing, and he really doesn't fit that mold. So where are your thoughts on the first game? You think they'll get it together? Uh, They have to. I mean, because, like – you know, th- 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 thank, thank you, thank you, man. Because you remember, I, I personally wanted Kyle Lowry. I think Kyle yeah, Lowry. Yeah, you said Kyle Lowry. I remember been, that. I remember Kyle Lowry would have been like a great asset. Westbrook and, 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 and I wish Beyonce was here. Westbrook, he's a Hall of Famer. Can't take nothing from him. But you know, he's shooting I think, I think the Lakers. You gotta cover up your, yeah, your handset because we can hear the wind. Uh, Something. And, but I think I think I I think the Lakers should like spread the floor. I think I think I think it's gonna take time for them to build chemistry. Since you know there's only three people that came back. But you know with 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 West and Westbrook, either they're gonna get it together or when trade time comes, there might be a blockbuster trade. You never know because you, know, that, you can't blame in the- that starting lineup. Though, who do they spread the floor with? I mean, their starting lineup is Westbrook, Kent Bazemore, LeBron James, um, um, AD, and who who was their fifth starter the other night? Like it's, it's um, difficult. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, DeAndre. That's even worse. That takes it down another notch. Like, who do they spread the floor with? I, mean, you I, don't want, I, I, I know AD can shoot it for who he is, but there's no sh- quote-unquote shooters in that lineup. So who are you spreading the floor? Like, who are they going to – I mean I – At this point, it looks like the Lakers I mean, need to just play big boy ball and bully everybody. Hell with spreading the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Play big boy ball or just – yeah, play this play, – play the defense like he played last time. I don't understand. Like, we, we should just play defense like he played last just like you say, big boy ball, ISO with LeBron, like what he likes to do. I mean, we'll see because it's it's gonna be a process. I'll I'll give them hopefully within twenty five games to figure it out. You know. All right. So what about hopefully. your uh, what about your your Eagles? You still down on Jalen Hurts? Oh, of course. Are you kidding? Listen, I'm gonna apologize to y'all again. I'm gonna apologize it, it, to y'all again. I think again. he's gotten worse since the last time we talked to you. I, I want to apologize to y'all again because I remember I used to give, and anybody here listening, traditional listeners know I used to give uh, Dev and uh, B. Awesome crap for going hard on brothers, and 
of quarterbacks, this myth that they went hard, brother. They 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 go hard Definitely on everybody, myth. right? They go Jay, hard on whoever trash. Jay Cutler. Oh God. They also Tra- going Tra- hard though on some quarterbacks that ain't even trash though. So I mean, I oh, think gosh. that's his. That's his. I don't know if you've listened lately, but he won't. He won't admit that Dak got is a good quarterback. And maybe you won't either. Y'all are, you know, Eagles fans, he's a cowboy, you don't want to speak well of him. But B. Austin did speak well of Tony Romo, so he got to give Dak his props. Because yeah. Dak is yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, sorry I, to say I, it. Yeah. I don't want to admit it, but Dak Yo. is nice. He, he is not. He no, is not. You know what? They named some right. more folks on that 75 team. Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, and Melo all made it. I, I was seeing this on TNT. I was wondering, because I, I don't have the sound up, so I didn't know if they were actually revealing players or are they just having a conversation about who they think should get in. This is the actual reveal, Jim? Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I, I can't hear it. I can see it. Reggie Red, Red, Miller was out there crying when he made it. Uh-huh. I, I mean, it's Anthony Anthony I'm telling you, it's a hell of an honor, man. It's a hell of an honor. If, if Anthony but, Davis on team, then what we're going to do with, with guys who are like – Pure, like, like pure. What about the pure defensive players, like you know, like uh, uh, Ben Wallace or Dennis Rodman? You know what I'm saying? Um, truthfully, I wouldn't put them on a top 75 list. I mean, they were special at what they did, but that don't make you one of the best 75 to ever suit up. Like, like to me, like. There's still deficiencies. Like, Ben Wallace is still trash to me as far as the offensive side of the ball is concerned. So, you you know, you just can't be a specialist and be considered one of the top 75. Like, at some point, a lot of this should be people who were devastating on both ends. We know that's not going to be the case because most people don't even care about defense. But I, I can't see you. It's, and that's, a, that's another point. If most people don't care about defense, I can't see you being on this list when most of what you did was defense. I can't even see people voting mm-hmm. that way, so I don't know. I see. And 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 you and you know, I'm gonna apologize to y'all about what I said because man, I'm trying to tell Eagle fans that Jalen Hurts is not it. They just don't and I understand we have oh, yeah. you know we're Eagle fans. We're <laughs> Eagle fans so we have this Rocky complex you have to root for the underdog. You have to root for the underdog. At the same time, he is trash. I argue with this with my with, – uh, with, and I argue with this, but he is trash. Like, he's trash. And, and he's got people he's saying, well, he, he is trash. He is. Like, come on now. Like, 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 like um, look at uh, – what do you call that guy's name? Uh, Josh Allen. I knew he was going to be good because, you know, I'm, I'm not new, but he had an upside. Carson Wentz is – Carson Wentz's former uh, North Dakota coach was over there at Wyoming. You know, he had the strongest arm in the draft. I know that, even stronger than Sam Donald. And yeah. so I, I, was I didn't know it was Josh kind of Rosen stupid. was going to be this. Um, no, no, Josh, Josh Allen. Rosen, Josh Allen, I'm sorry. I didn't know Josh Allen was going to be this. I was just one of those people like, okay, when he started to be this, like people who wanted to just judge him off of – what he was initially, they wouldn't get off of that. I'm like, at some point, you got to give the dude his props. Like, so I didn't know he was going to be this, but I definitely was quick to be like, all right, that dude can play. So it's time to get off that other narrative. 
But yeah, yeah. he at this point yeah, but, he's crazy with it. Yep, yeah, but John Allen, he's inaccurate. He's inaccurate, highly inaccurate. Yes, he has that athleticism, but dude, athleticism okay can get you somewhat, get you a first down at times. But when, but when the, but 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 you still need the IQ of doing something. Even the first game when we blew off the Falcons, when I realized it was a college offense, I said, man. This guy, we'll wait till the season, but wait till later on the season when we when we try to come from behind, how's he going to react? And it's still the same one or two reads. He doesn't have an IQ. You, he's not like a Michael uh, a Michael Vick where he doesn't have a damn IQ and he can and he can and he can like strip away with his athleticism. You know, he's not that. He's athletic, but he's not like Michael Vick. You know, and and not only that, on defense. We still have we have rookie head coaches and the rookie defensive coordinators, and not that really, and not and not that talented of a de- not super talented of a defense. And I I I, I just I don't know I, I'm very optimistic. Oh, I've been optimistic since the beginning of the season, and it hasn't changed. And and and, and I I don't know if we have a quarterback in the draft next year. Oh, oh I want to talk about the Sixers too, by the way. But, I mean, um, we might have like but, we might have like three first round picks, so they can't get a good quarterback out of that. All right, go ahead. Seth, talk about the Sixers because we got to go. This will be okay, the last okay, time. okay, 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 okay. I always talk shit. I always talk crap about the Sixers for years, and and, and, and pause and a closet pause. I'm a Sixers fan. You know, I was a Sixers fan. You know, when they had Jay Holiday doing his thing, and they and they did the whole five six and and it's like knowing Noel, Michael Carter Williams. So, but, they weren't that but, long, but, but yeah, but still, it's like you, you, they were you, they were a game it. away from the Eastern Conference Finals in like 2012. So it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah. Oh lord, it was a lot ago. But still, still no, I mean, like, I'm not talking. But the you know the they had started making the playoffs with the process in what 2017 or something like that. So yeah, you know, it, they weren't tanking. That's all I'm saying. They weren't tanking for six years. They tanked for a good I mean, three, and then started, you know, trying to build from there. But good, good. That's the man. Yeah, but 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 still, it's like it's like you got an injury. Pro, you got a center who's actually consistently playing like a beast, consistently because he he was already a monster. But can he be consistent? Doug Rivers is very good at power forwards. He's very good at center. Don't give him that. You know, like with the love hate relationship, Doc Rivers, and then you got this guard, this light. You know, you can't draft a good light skin guard, right? You got this guard who uh, who can't, who doesn't care, who wants to be, who wants to hang out the Kardashians, who and 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 they had and they should have traded him all season. I don't know why they didn't. They wanted he was asking too much. Okay. I mean, they tried to trade him last year when Harden was available. Everybody they seemed to think to because the trade didn't happen that they didn't try. That's when the relationships started to sour anyway because he knew he was on the trade block for Harden. And it wasn't that Maury wouldn't have done it. It's just that Houston didn't want to give him to Maury. So once it was said and done, Maury and them had to say the right things. Like, oh, no, we love Ben. We, we didn't want to trade Ben. They got to say the right things after you tried to do that. But everybody know what it was. Had Houston said, yeah. okay, we'll give you James Harden, Ben Simmons would have been gone. 
but they were stringing the Sixers along because, you know, Maury had just left their organization. They weren't going to give that dude up. Not to the Sixers. That's true. That's true. That, 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 that's how they do. But still, it's like they, they had a whole offseason to do something. They were asking too much. Like, they, they, like come on, you're not going to get Damian Lillard for, for, for Ben Simmons. That's just not going to happen. It's just not. I mean, but, maybe but if you, you had, say that, but you say that, that's not really true. All that needed to happen to for that to, to, to go down was for Damian Lillard to ask out and put pressure on him. But Damian Lillard is that guy that's like, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to stick it out. You know what I mean? I'm not the type of dude to super team up. But even when you started to hear whispers of Dame Lillard being fed up, that's when those rumors got some traction. Because if you put Dame in the same position where you're like, trade me now, I'm, I'm going, I'm not going to show up, then what? You think they're not going to take somebody? They're not going to want to lose Dame Lillard for nothing. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's the same type First of thing. Off, like, none of those teams uh, are going to want to get peanuts for, for one of their superstars. So they tried to trade him the Dame Lillard. That's top 75 Dame Lillard to y'all. <laughs> top wait, 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 say it again. Dame Lillard. He made, mm. Dame Lillard made the top 75 of all time. Wow. My thing is, who's who? Because it's gonna be a lot I of guards. Dame, but I'm like, damn, Dame, really? Yeah, yeah, because it's gonna be a lot of guards that that they got like, because like you know you got you got Jason Kidd, you got Chris Paul, you got um who else? So what let me ask you this question that? though, Rob, before before we before you get out of here, just just think about it. okay, if if you're a team. You know, you were the number one seed last season. Of course, you got upset. But that still puts you in the mix of a team that probably, you know, the window's probably closed now. But you have a, a, have or had or think you have a, a championship contention window. So do you get rid of your second best player for a bunch of picks and some some players who haven't done anything in the league yet? Like, would you do that if you think you're a oh. contender? Because, you, cause you, cause, oh, you know, you, you make it sound easy, like they should have gotten it done in the off season. Well, they tried, but if the offers that they're getting are offers that are akin to a team that's rebuilding, like what the hell do the Sixers need a bunch of picks for at this point? The Sixers already have I a million mean, picks. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons I, and all I, those guys are the product of the Sixers having a million picks. They want to win now. They don't need – some dude one year out of high school, like, you know, having to wait for I, them to develop. So you can kind of understand why they I, didn't take I, those I, off. I, 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 I understand what you're saying. But if I'm, if, if, if I'm, a, if I'm a GM, I already know what type of – I have to already know what type of personality, you know, Ben Simmons is. a personality will play our guys. Like a player like this is doing his antics and, you know, not want to play, you know. Uh, uh, looking down, it's like a, a, a what do you a, what do you call it? A um, a disgruntled play can be effective. You know what I'm saying to your team, i.e. to their own, right? So you so you gotta nip that on the butt and get and get them up out of there as fast as you can because you know you don't you don't want that linger on a lot of them. Now but at the end of the day, media, I guess you're banking on like. 
what's more important, excuse me, to this player, being disgruntled or not making any money? Because if you keep carrying it like that, you're going to give up $33 million. And that's going to be silly of you rather than go out there and play. We already know. The relationship's over. Whether you go out there and play well, and play well, we know that you want to leave. But in, but for you to leave, you got to get your trade value back up. So go out there and play, well, help well, keep us in contention. Then we can get a Dev, trade that will also keep us in contention. But 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 but, but Dev, what and Jimmy, time in too. You've been so quiet. Come on, Uncle Jimmy, with him. Um, what about the team chemistry? Well, and be awesome in spirit. God bless you. What about the team chemistry, like? The thing is, is that because I want y'all to do a sample. Thing is, is that you know, um, the the they like you said, they're in they're they they are in they they are like was the number one seed or whatever last year. They're still they're still competing against the against the East with highly contention. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you can't leave a player like that. Like like yeah, okay, you might have you look a at couple as a business, and I don't know if he can. So, you know, you might be right. I don't know if he can, but if you look at it as a business, as long as y'all can ball, okay, the chemistry's there. It's not like he never played with these guys before. As long as you can ball, if you're balling for your money and your life, then they can go out and make it happen. He can up his value. He can get traded while the Sixers are still in contention. If not, okay, then you got the other side. I'm just trying to explain to you where the organization is coming from. Like, you're not trying to get peanuts when you think you're a contender. If that was the point, like, if they were like, come on, man, we, we trash anyway, then we take what we can get, even if it's less than what they should get. You know what I mean? But we'll, we'll wrap about it, Rob, but we, we got to roll out, man. We appreciate I'll your call. You. Hadn't okay. heard from you in a while, man. Good to know that you're safe, and we holler at you hopefully next week, all right? All right, all, all, all right. I want you to shout out, to, uh, shout out to the top fifty. You know, Will Chamberlain's gonna be here, and this is gonna be there. Can I get a sound by of B. Austin saying, uh, because because this, this is a, a tribute to his numbers. Can I get a sound by of B. Austin saying, no human being can do that? Um, well, that sure. That's not that's not B. Austin, but we give it to you anyway. That's the great Sunny Hill of Philadelphia. But we holler at you, Rob. Oh. No wow. human okay. being can do that. <laughs> No human being can do that. All right, Jim. Before yeah. we get out of here, shout out to Sonny Hill, who's also, Sonny Hill's no, also okay. in the Hall of Fame, by the way. So shout out to him. Yes, sir. Um, and why you on the why you on the Grizz Naive is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technologies. Bottom line, you need a website called go to digitalextremetech.com or call two six seven two zero five four two zero three and say year heard it in the war room and then you know get the discount. But here's what happened while you on the Grizz Naive. What happened? The New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, they're concerned with Zion. Zion is over 300 pounds. Zion is put on weight. Zion doesn't want to be there. So Zion is about to get his bent on and eat his way out of New Orleans. You, over 300? 300. <laughs> 300? Out there jumping and doing all of that? Yeah, he got in shape and was balling, but like it looks like he... Uh, you know, was actually probably staying in New Orleans and indulging in, you know, what New Orleans does. Yeah, a lot of fried food in New Orleans, you know. So probably can't get away from that stuff, you know, beignets and that fried gator, that Cajun gator. It, it's, that's a hard town to, to stay healthy in. If I lived in New Orleans, I would imagine what I would weigh. But 
Um, at the same time, like we talked about with Ben, like, you know, at this point, Zion got to realize that his nutrition is his lifeline. You know what I'm saying? He's a superstar right now, and I don't necessarily think he's earned superstardom. So if he wanted to continue, he can't be out there going out like, you know, post-lockout Sean Kemp. <laughs> when, when, when Sean yeah. thought that the season wasn't going to play at all and came back 35 pounds uh, overweight. Um, Zion, and you know, the reason that they're concerned about it is because Zion is a very explosive athlete. So if you always dunking and coming down, like it's hard on your joints, it's hard on your bones if that kind of weight is coming down every time you, you know, jump up to, to posterize somebody or jump up for a rebound and, all of that kind of stuff. So Zion, I, I I hope he takes this seriously. I mean, I remember the last time we had this kind of thing where it was this publicized. It was Charles Barkley. Yeah. Charles, he had a couple of things said to him candidly by one Moses Malone, another top 75 dude, and he kind of got his act together at least enough to become the Charles Barkley that we know. But Charles Barkley probably um, could have had a longer career too if, you know, he didn't have the injury – Issues he had late in his career, probably because of this wear and well, tear. Just, just as a matter of record, Zion was a star from IG before he was in college or in the NBA. Boy was already a star. Um, well, Zion so was playing against some plumbers kids, though. He's playing against some plumbers kids and the mailman kids. His hey, listen, but that's what made him a star. <clears throat> that's no, what made yeah. him a star. You know, wonder about how good he is, but he was a star then. Um, I was just being sarcastic, so, like they do about the old heads. <laughs> He's playing against plumbers' kids. Oh yeah, not yeah, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. No, no diggity, no diggity. But Zion, you know, it, right. it is. Come on, it is. Zion. The bottom line is Zion. He don't, he don't want to be there. So that's what that's nah. about. I think it's more to it. He don't want to be. He's there. already he missed the kids. opener, um, because he had a fractured foot from uh, from the off season. Um, he probably gonna milk that for a while so he can get up out of there. Yeah, man. Unsure of what the balance held, I touched my face. <laughs> no, man. Um, you know, you know. Anyway, um, listen, man. Um, your man Kanye West, yo, Kanye West took the move and he legally changed his name. But the part of the story that was crazy to me, he changed his name to Ye. What's the point? <laughs> Which we already called him. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, like what's the point? Like, I think if he made this move, Jim, he should have did what he originally was talking about. Because remember, back in 2019, he was saying that he might legally change his name to Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. Like, that's more bold. Like, we call you yay anyway. Call us, like, yeah. like change your name legally to something that you feel like people are disrespecting you because they won't call it to you. So make them call you that. Like Muhammad Ali did, like you know, in the Ken Burns documentary, they were outlining how even after he legally changed his name to Muhammad Ali, he's a little disrespectful as people, you know, mostly white people, but some some uh some black people, some of them fellow boxers who who got their lesson the hard way, refused to call him Muhammad Ali. You know, shout out to the to the what's my name fight. He beat the, you know the dude because he wouldn't call him by his name. He also beat the hell out of Floyd Patterson because he was cooning up and wouldn't call him by his name. So, you know, yay. Like, be more bold. I mean, you're already out there. He's wearing masks now. And I'm not. we're not talking about COVID masks. Yay is wearing, like, I mean, I guess if you 
the 2021 version of a Michael Myers mask or something. Ye is wearing that. I don't know why. Um, but yeah, be more bold about it. You should have went with the, what you said in 2019, man. Christian genius billionaire Kanye West. Ye is corny. We call you Ye anyway. When you change your name, yeah, you're trying like to make waste. people respect something. Call you Ye. You're already that's Ye. A waste. That's a, yeah, that's a waste. That's a waste. Yeah, that was corny. What a waste. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to go all the way and make something crazy like Big right. Jesus or something like that. Yeah, you got you to gotta meta world piece it or something. You got to do something that people yeah, something, feel something silly like calling you, but you're like, you got to respect me. That's my name. You know what I mean? One man army eight song, something crazy. <laughs> right. Anyway, you um, know, everybody's pop dev Mac. That's you know what I mean? Like call me that. That's my name. <laughs> don't, don't disrespect me. I'm everybody's pop. Call me that. Change my name my name say, huh? Yo, anyway, um Pat, Patrick <laughs> Mahomes' brother, Shop the Kermit. His brother had to apologize for dancing on NFL all time great Sean Taylor's memorial at FedEx Field, so you know, they put a memorial at FedEx Field to honor the NFL all-time great um, Sean Taylor and Patrick Yo. Mahomes' brother, who's known on the Internet to be a jerk and just do stupid stuff because, you know, clout and whatnot. And, and that's the thing. Apologize. I thought this might have been a one-time thing, and then I read up on that, and, and shout-out to uh, the homie Davis Backwards from the Tissue and the Tape uh, hip-hop podcast on World Sports Podcast Network. Um, you know, he's a Chiefs fan, so he was – schooling us to the fact that this dude is always in some stuff um this apology in my opinion jim is like like foh with the apology he tried to say i didn't mean to disrespect him or his family i had no idea like i call bs dog if you look at the video which he posted on tiktok of him dancing on the 21 jim this joint had velvet ropes around it it was a little square, velvet ropes around it. He claims they, they made us, you know, stand over in this little area. They didn't make you, like, anything that is velvet roped off, you know that you're not supposed to be in there. So even if they told you stand in this area, this is where family is supposed to stand, you went inside the velvet ropes. That means you had to duck under or jump over the velvet rope and, and dance on this man's memorial. And you know what he means to, to Washington fans. And you know what that day meant, even though Washington was putting that on to try to, you know, deflect from all the bad news that was going on with them that week. So they tried to hastily, you know, honor Sean Taylor. But that's beside the point. That is real disrespectful. And your apology in my, as far as I'm concerned, I, that means nothing, man. He a noodle. Yeah, and one of the I other mean, things they said, they said that game when, uh, when uh, Baltimore beat the Chiefs, some uh, Baltimore fans were heckling him, and they were, like, under him in the section, and he opened up a bottle of water and poured it on them and then tweeted they were thirsty. So, yeah, boy, he get into some stuff. So the apology is probably because Pat Kermit probably made him apologize, but he probably gave no yeah, Fs man. about any of that. <laughs> you don't go At all. But real quick, though. by mistake, dog. You before, don't do that. Before you, tell, before you tell folks what happened this day in sports history, I just want to give you some of the biggest snubs of the 75 list. Uh, Walt, Be- Walt Bellamy didn't make it. Vince Carter didn't make it. Adrian Dantley, he didn't make it. Artist Gilmore didn't make it. Penny Hardaway was left off, as was Grant Hill. Dwight Howard, Bernard King once again left off. The Kimbe Mutombo left off. Also, who didn't make it, he didn't deserve it anyway. T-Mac didn't make it either. Dominic didn't so, make it. 
Dominic did make it. He did? And right, he did. Man Dominic did make it. Okay. And, 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 and look, he cheated because the list has 76 people. They said because I don't know who, but they said what? two people had uh, – two people were tied with the number of votes. Uh, FOH, pick a tiebreaker. Get another dude to vote. That's corny. That's corny. Yeah, so – that's corny. That's, That's a cop out. Is, though, <laughs> That's a cop out right there. I don't care about no ties. Get somebody to break the tie. Ask, ask Commissioner the words, Silver. Make him break the tie. In the words, in the words of Donovan McNabb, like yo, I ain't know we could have a tie. Yeah, I ain't know we could have a tie. I ain't know it was ties in football. <laughs> yo, Donovan's stupid. All right, man. <laughs> this date in sports history is brought to you by you know what it is, Sports the Book. O-R-T-S. Smart people only read the sports. Everybody who's never heard of that book or who's never listened to us before, you probably like, damn, that's tight. I ain't know. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, written by War Room's own Jimmy the Blueprint, one of the best pieces of sports literature that you will ever read in your life. You'll come out of it with a lot of questions. You might come out of it with a lot of understanding if you've listened to us or if you've interacted with us. You know, well, you know, a lot of the stuff we say, a lot of the stuff we do, you know where it comes from. So make sure you check that out, worldroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. Just make sure you get your copy and support the movement. Stay in sports history. October 21st, 1980 was a big day for our city, Jim, the city of Philadelphia. This is the day when the Philadelphia Phillies won their first ever World Series championship. Um, we definitely were a little too young to acknowledge and celebrate that one. So I'm glad they gave us one to celebrate on our own in 2008, but you know, championships come few and far between in the city of brotherly love. So we claiming them all. We were alive for it. So we claiming it. (laughs) Shout out to the Phillies and shout out to, uh, you know, big war room salute to this historical moment in the world of sports. Yeah, very Let's get the hell up yeah. out of here, man. Mike, I got some grub with you. Yes, sir. Mike Smith <laughs> is still on site, you punk ass man. <clears throat> Yo, anyway, um, thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody, man. Everybody who called in, chimed in, everybody on social media, everybody in the group chat. Shout out to Neil and Kev. Hold us down. Yo, Neil, keep them memes coming. That's all I'm going to say there. Um, we appreciate all of you, though. Tune in next week, live right here on demand as we recap week seven and look ahead to week eight of the NFL season and catch up on everything going on in the world of sports life and entertainment so until then enjoy the rest of your week enjoy college football nfl whatever it is you watch and please stay safe in these streets check everything we do all of our podcasts webcasts social media content anything you're looking for you can find at the hub of warroomsports.com and my book you can also find at warroomsports.com but until next time everybody don't accept mediocrity be steadfast in the war against ignorance we'll see you chumps on top everybody pop dev mac and huh the blueprint signing off
showtime like magic in the block push magic looking alive push one to join in rip your team or listen for your enjoyment get hop dollars tip stop knowledge should be in sports credit as i ain't talking college five guys no beef though corporate secret but the streets know Bellafani, I got a chief flow KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode Two hours, get your game up Who's the best in sports cast, you better name us War Room Sports Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.